Please help Mrs. Harrison out. Please like and subscribe. Thank you. This podcast covers paper reflection for ages six and up. Supplies: full sheets of nine by twelve colored construction paper. Colored construction paper cut in half to four and a half by six. Copy paper or plain letter size paper cut in half, or scrap paper. Pencils, scissors, stick glue, examples of optical illusions, and samples of this project from the link in the description. Teaching kids to see negative space is so much fun when you do it through optical illusions. I teach positive and negative space to my pre-K through 8th grade students for two reasons. The first is that, at the very least, they enjoy the project and maybe a little of what I've said gets them to look at their world differently. At the most, I want my students to enjoy and appreciate art, and if they want to pursue drawing, they will have a solid foundation for high school art. The book Drawing on the Right Side of the Brain teaches that the key to drawing well is to train your eye to see the object and the space around it as shapes. Show your students the examples of optical illusions. One of the best teaching experiences ever is watching a student light up the moment the hidden image or illusion is revealed to them. It's like magic. Set out plenty of plain paper cut in half or scrap paper on the tables for students to sketch their initial ideas on with pencils, erasers, stick glue, and scissors. You can set out the construction paper cut in half, but reserve the full sheets so they don't get cut into and wasted. Show your students the first example, face versus vase. Some kids will see the vase first, while others will see the profiles facing each other first. It takes a minute or so for everyone to see both. This is a great example of the power of negative space. The second example is a comb. Inform your students that this is not a picture of a comb. It is a picture of everything except a comb. The black ink covers the negative space. The object in this case is not black ink on white paper, it's the white of the paper. The red cat licking its paw creates a space between its paw and body, which creates the shape of a mouse. This is an easy one that they usually see right away. The next graphic is a key. The space between the teeth of the key create a city skyline. The white dog is a favorite. By now, the kids have an idea of negative space, and they see the shape of the cat in the dog's mouth right away. Technically speaking, the dog is empty space, and everything around the dog is printed in black ink, which includes the cat. But there's a third image, a very small mouse in the space of the cat's open mouth. There's also a bit of red on the dog's teeth, which kids will point out, ew, blood. The graphic of Batman and his rival Penguin, the supervillain, is really well done. Fold the image in half and show the Batman in black. It'll take the kids a second or two to see that the yellow space is a profile. But not everyone is familiar with the Penguin character. Many kids will see Gru from the movie Despicable Me. Explain to them that one of Batman's enemies is called the Penguin. Then unfold the paper and turn it around to show Penguin in yellow, right side up, and the black Batman as the background. Whoever designed this one did a great job. The next image is a row of blue letters that spell the word clean. 
A longer look reveals that the white space between the blue letters spell dirty. The next graphic is the word negative space, but only the N, G, T, V, P, and C are printed. The empty spaces between these letters complete the phrase. Your brain completes the word even though some of the letters are missing. This last graphic is cool. It's the logo for the Pittsburgh Zoo and Aquarium. Some of the kids will need a little longer to see that the space on either side of the tree is an ape and a lioness looking at each other. A few kids will even see the fish swimming in the roots of the tree. Find more optical illusions online if you like. Many logos have things hidden in their negative space as well. One fun one is the FedEx logo. The kids see it all the time on delivery vehicles but ask if anyone has ever noticed the right-facing arrow in the empty space between the E and the X. Some kids know about it and some don't. Ask students why they think the arrow is pointing to the right. The English language is read from left to right, and with the arrow pointing the same direction, it indicates forward motion, speed, and accuracy for the company's delivery service. Arabic is a language reading from right to left, and so the arrow in the Arabic FedEx logo points in the opposite direction, with the same meaning. Now for the assignment. My students have come up with lots of creative ideas for this project. Show students examples of the project from the link to the PDF. Make an example of the steps to show them. It really helps the kids understand the process. So for instance, show a heart drawn on a half sheet of plain paper with pencil. They can practice on cheap plain paper and not the more expensive colored construction paper. Once they design on a simple design, show a half sheet of pink construction paper with the heart drawn on it. Then show the heart cut out of the pink paper. Usually, you would keep the heart and throw away the rest, but in this case, the rest is the negative space around the heart. Emphasize that they should cut neatly and be sure to keep everything. All of the pieces will eventually be glued down. Assure them that if the paper tears or rips, they won't see it when it gets glued down. Next, show them a full sheet of construction paper in a contrasting color and how the heart gets glued onto the one side and the rest gets glued onto the other side. Voila, a reflection in paper. Hold on to the full sheets of construction paper and carry them around with you as you walk from student to student. I've learned that if you set those full sheets of construction paper out, the students start cutting into them instead of the half sheets and lots of good paper gets wasted. When the kids are ready for that step, you can show them their color choices to pick from and then help arrange the pieces on the full sheet so they can see how it will look when it gets glued down. Cutting the shape from the edge of the paper to get to the pencil drawing is okay since it will all be glued down in the end. Also, sometimes it's easier to draw in the small details instead of cutting tiny pieces out of their shape. For instance, one of my examples is a white city skyline with a few black windows drawn in with black colored pencil. And the opposing image, a black city skyline, has the white windows drawn in with white colored pencil. Drawing in the windows is much easier than cutting tiny little windows out of the buildings and gluing them all down. This project can be done horizontally or vertically. If you do it near a holiday, you can use fun images like jack-o'-lanterns, hearts, Christmas trees, and angels. Some of the best results can be something as simple as a square inside a square inside a square. I have a sample of that one in the link. 
This is one of those projects that looks so cool and the kids have fun doing it and it costs next to nothing. We like these projects a lot, don't we art teachers? I love Miss Harrison. <laughs> I don't have You don't have anything? Okay. Well, we had a great day. What are you doing? Hi, can you get out of there please? Come in. Come in, let's go find something. <laughs> Some of you know by now, by listening to my podcasts, that I foster kittens in my art studio, and they have been especially noisy today. Sorry about that. I'd have them apologize, but they're busy chasing each other and playing on any crinkly paper available in the studio.